0: I'm Tom Farrell. I'm Sean Swarner. And this is another Hope Podcast.
1: Helping others persevere every day. Hello, my friend. What's going
0: on, brother? Not too much. I'm ready to dig into another conversation with you. And as we have done these podcasts, one of the things that we'd like to do is latch on to a phrase that kind of catapult us into the conversation. So I have one that I'm going to throw out to you today. Ready for it. And it comes from a Broadway show, and I know when you think of me, that's what you think of Broadway shows, right? Absolutely. I mean,
1: the the the, the instant I think you, I think Cats on Broadway.
0: (laughs) Well, this quote is not from Cats, but it is from (laughs) Wicked, Sean. And here's the line, ready? Because I knew you, I've been changed for good.
1: All right. I, I like that. I'm glad you didn't say because I knew you, I've been changed forever because you ended on good because that, that, that gives a whole, a whole different connotation to where that could have gone. Yep. So because I because I'd met you, I've been changed for good? Yep. Or because I knew you, I've been changed Because I
0: knew you, I've been changed for good. So when you <laughs> unpack that, there's all sorts of different roads that we can go down. And there's probably a lot of people that come rifling through your head right now that would fall into that category, that have changed your life in some way and changed for good in a positive way or possibly change for good in the other way. So <laughs> there's all sorts of those individuals that, that you meet in your life. So what I thought I would do is let's just talk about some of those people that you've met and then I'll talk about some of the people that I've met. And, and I think by the conversation, we're gonna start to pull out characteristics That are very similar with with all these people and knowing you we're probably going to lean more towards that first part of because i knew you than the the negative side of things but i thought what the heck let's give it a go
1: no i i love that and and i know when we were first started talking about the topic i started thinking about friends that i've known in the past and how i got to the person that it's a guy (coughs) Who I'm, who I'm going to mention and talk about, that my thought process getting there wasn't thinking of people, which is kind of funny because you said, think of a person who who's affected your life or who's been etched in your brain. I didn't start thinking about people. I started thinking about moments in, in my history, you know, moments in my past that have been emotional moments, that have been moments that have, have really made me um, either sad or happier or or some some type of, um, experience that really brought out an emotional response because it's, it's not the logical stuff that we remember when we look at the past it's the emotional stuff and I think that's what we carry on through our lives and when I started thinking back to my past I, I started thinking okay well I could talk about my cancers which we, which is already it's overdone talk about the mountains you know a lot of people enjoy that that's fun, but it's, it's sometimes it's too cold and you know it's, it's too uh, too too strict and straight and narrow and I started thinking back further and further and further and I, I got back to high school and I was 16 years old. So I was just, just after, I'm sorry, I was 17, just after my second cancer. And then I started thinking about different qualities and I'd, I'd love to, to hear your thoughts on this too. And then we could maybe share stories. But this, this person I was thinking of was definitely, uh, he's, he's definitely honorable, charismatic. He's honest. He always wanted the best for other people, and he was non-judgmental. So those are the biggest characteristics, and he was always there, and he was always supportive and reliable. Those were the biggest characteristics that I can think of when I think back on this person.
0: Uh, And see, that's a really good exercise, in my opinion, to go through, because in just that short amount of time, you rifled through a lot of years of your life, and you landed on this particular person, and all those characteristics came rising to the top of your mind, which if you if you break down each of those, man, oh man, that's kind of what you want in life. And that's the kind of person that you want to be around. And that kind of person exudes energy that's only going to better your life. So as you were talking right there, I thought of, and again, this isn't my textbook person that I'm going to hold off till the end of the podcast, but this is one of those people in my life. Um, it was my, my brother-in-law, and he, we always said he had never had an agenda, which I think speaks volumes for him and his character. He, he, he never felt like, uh-oh, what was it that he was getting at? Where was the ask? What, what was it that he had in mind? There was no agenda with the guy whatsoever. He was just happy to be in your presence. And he wanted the same from you. So um, uh, the, the, the person that you mentioned seems like they had that same quality in them as well.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. People would, would just love being around them. You know, and, and uh, it's, it's kind of funny. I don't know if, if you're thinking of um, the same type of person I am, you know, without giving too much away, but you, you refer to him in the past tense. And the person that I'm thinking of, he's, he's no longer with us.
0: Wow. Well, yeah, the the person I just referenced there is no longer with us either. Yeah, I, I got that when you're saying, I
1: had, and, and I had no idea who you're thinking of. You had no idea who I was thinking of. So that's that's kind of, kind of mind-blowing right there. The fact, and, and I caught that when you said he was. He was this way. He was this way. You know, and, and I, I think I did that too. But it's weird that we both came upon someone. We looked back at our lives and came upon someone who, who's no longer with us. He passed away. My 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 friend was a, uh, a, a guy who, um, he was a really good high school friend. And he was always... Like I said, he was always there. He, we always did fun stuff. You know, when we were running cross country together, uh, he would always encourage others to, to go faster, harder, be better. And he was always there encouraging people. And he, he got a motorcycle. He was one of those types of people who loved adventure. And he's always been with me on all my adventures. And long, long story short, my dad, my family, and I. Um, And the reason I say my dad, he was a a dentist in a small town in Ohio. So he had to get continued education credits to keep his degree. And uh, because my brother, my mom and I all worked for, for his, his dental company. Like I mowed the yard, you know, my brother did stuff inside the office and my my mom worked, uh, helped out with, with some other stuff. So we came out as a family out West. It was a tax write-off since we all worked for the family, you know, we'd go skiing and have, have a great time. And uh, one year, I remember I was gonna buy his motorcycle from him when I came back from skiing. And I came back and I was sitting there watching the local TV station. Remember the remember the TV station where they just kind of, there there really wasn't any programming. It was just what they flashed up, like it was gonna be uh, what, what, what was for lunch the next day, you know, and, and the events that were happening at the school. And then all of a sudden I saw something that popped up that said, and I'll, I'll tell the name, donations for the Shane A. Parsons Memorial Fund will be accepted, blah, 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 blah. And I'm sitting there in my living room looking at the TV thinking, wait, what, what? And then, you know, I was waiting for it to cycle back through, and I saw it again. And the instant I saw that, <clears throat> the phone rang. So I picked up the phone. It was my other friend, Ryan, and he said, did you hear the news about Shane? And I, I lost. I, I hung up the phone. I just, I, I started bawling my eyes out. He actually, um, later on I found out that he was passing a semi-truck on, on the same motorcycle I was going to buy and he smacked in the side of the semi-truck because the semi-truck turned left and didn't see him. Wow. So I go back and forth still to this day, <clears throat> you know, thinking if I would have bought that motorcycle before I left for the ski trip, would he still be alive? So I, 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 I don't know. I, I do, I honestly think that when it's your time to go, it's your time to go because he was going to buy a bigger, faster motorcycle. But even now, you know, when I moved to Florida and I started working on my, my master's and I went to, to further my education before I went over to, to climb Everest, be, I was a surf bum for a while. And every time I got out of the water, you know, I put a knee down and kind of look up, be like, Shane, that one was for you, buddy. And with the mountains, you know, I would do the same thing. Because he, he loved adventure. And, and I, I still, to this day,
0: I think he's like my guardian angel. Uh, an amazing story, Sean. Uh, Obviously, he is more than etched in your brain, the way that he's touched your life. And um, a lot of times, you can call these people like shooting stars. He wasn't here long enough, obviously. But while he was here, man, did he shine bright and made an impact for a lot of people to see. So Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think those characteristics... Um, exist in a lot of people that we come across in life. Some, like Shane, obviously impact us a lot more and last a lot longer. But I love meeting people that become um, part of your your thinking. And, you know, you dial way back and there's the usual suspects of family that we talked about that, yeah, they're, of course, they're going to be part of your thoughts and your, your daily operation, but then there's people that come out of nowhere and you're like, who the heck are they? And why did they come into my orbit? At least I do that. Um, and I, I remember, um, you, I, I had the, that same feeling that, um, uh, train trip back to Philadelphia after I met you in New York City in John Lipper's office. I called Denise, my wife, and I said, oh my God, this there's something about this guy that's just way different than any other person I've ever met. And now, what, 15, almost 20 years later, I still have that same feeling that uh, you are um, something special that, that has been brought into my world and has opened up a lot of great doors and has introduced me to a lot of unbelievable people. And so what I like to say is that when you do come across these people, a lot of times it's a domino effect because usually if they're going to have a positive impact on you, there's probably other people that are right behind them that they're associated with that you're probably going to get to know that will that will um, do the same thing. So I, I don't know what your thoughts are, are on that, but I, I always thought of it as a domino effect when you meet someone like this.
1: No, absolutely. And, and the way you're looking at me here in the Zoom recording, I'm detecting a little bit of a bromance. <laughs> 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 I, I, I'm, I'm grateful for, for what you said, Tom. And, and <laughs> I, I agree. I, I, I think that uh, you know the people you surround yourselves with are, are the the people that you end up becoming, you, because you end up taking on those characteristics. So if you're surrounded by negative people, they're going to pull you down. You know, it's difficult to pull negative people up. You know, you can push negative people up if you're below them, but if if you're positive, you want to be surrounded by positive people. But I'd I'd love to hear you know the story about um, uh, your your uh, your brother-in-law and um, you know the the how you guys met, what happened, all that stuff, if you don't mind.
0: Yeah. So. Um, I actually knew Mike before I knew Denise, my wife. Uh, Mike and I met in, in college, and he was uh, my gateway to Denise. And it took a while to get through his thick skull that I wanted to date his, do- his da- sister, but he um, finally, finally realized that I had different intentions of other than just hanging out with him. Um, but yeah I'm, I met I met Mike at Villanova and we became fast friends and um, up until the day he died we were we were really really tight but um, he he was just one of those guys and still is one of those guys that I think about often and you made the reference of when you would come out of the water and you would just kind of drop to one knee and point up to the sky there are countless number of days during my Uh, life that I I think I still think of Mike and um, talk to him reference things that he has done even right now we're still talking about him so it it means that there was something really good that he did that has changed me So, so let me ask
1: a question then what what did he teach you like what did he teach you about life what what did you take away from him
0: one of the things he taught me about life is um, not to be judgmental hmm. and all too often where there's that expression, don't judge a book by its cover, that um, if, if you were to just look at Mike, you would form a judgment because he didn't look like everybody else. Um, he, he suffered from rheumatoid arthritis, which stunted his growth, and just had a different appearance about him. So that was a big challenge for the guy all throughout life, because people immediately made an assumption of who he was. And that taught me really early in life that you can't assume something about somebody just because the way they look. And it really hit home about Um, it's not what's on the outside. It's what's on the inside. And so Mike taught me many, many things. One of those things was, um, to, to be open and, uh, understanding of other people and, and not judge them. That's one thing. I mean, there's a thousand Mm -hmm. things that, that he probably, um, impacted in, in, in my thinking, um, great sense of humor. Even with the cross that he was given in life, he kept a, a really positive outlook and um, never, ever, ever complained. With all of his ailments, um, even even up until the very end, the guy just just wouldn't um, take a nod to negativity. That like a "why me" approach. He was always, "How you doing? How the kids doing? Everybody all right?" And so. Uh, another really positive attribute that he instilled in me.
1: So I'm, I'm, I'm hearing then, Shane was, was the same way. I'm hearing one of the qualities that's going through both of these, these people, one of the characteristics, is they were both very genuine. You know, being a genuine human being where they didn't judge others. You know, they just let things be.
0: And I, th- I, I, think- I would say that's a 1,000% accurate. <laughs>
1: We all, I, think, I think we all need more people like that in our lives.
0: <laughs> I think we all need to be like those people. Uh, I, I couldn't agree more with you. And unfortunately, I think we get caught in the hustle and bustle of life and forget those simple little lessons that um, are so valuable. But yeah, I, I agree with you, buddy. Well, it's, it's tough, you know,
1: it's, it's tough in, in, in the world now because we have so many areas where we're just being inundated with negativity. We're being inundated with people telling us what they think we need. Yeah, I mean, look at commercials for crying out loud. Like, I don't, I can't tell you, the, no offense to anybody out there, I can't tell you the last time I ate Burger King or McDonald's or anything like that when, you know, dinner time comes on, they're saying, hey, this is what you need, double size it. And I don't need that, <laughs> you know? You know, I, I like being healthy. I, I like my my life the way it is, and I also uh, I think that so many people are unhappy because of uh, because of them not taking responsibility and blaming external forces. And I also think that one of the biggest key factors is if people want a a life of happiness, they need to be happy first. Yeah, I think that's that's, that's right. one of the things that, that's one of the things that Shane taught me is. You know, instead of judging others, you just need to be happy yourself. And if people don't like what you stand for, people don't like it, then that's their problem. You know, I don't, I don't have to change their mind if, if they don't like me. I don't have to change their mind if, if they don't think what I'm doing is good. If, if it's live your life, I'll live my life. You know, just respect one another and, and appreciate those differences. It was, it's what, one of the things that makes the world incredibly unique and wonderful.
0: One of, one of the things I've learned as being a parent is especially being a parent is that you're always, you're always being watched. And so in, in different ways and in good ways. And so um, what you just said there, I, I think can apply to a lot of different parts of everybody's life is that just just live a, a good life and good things are gonna happen. And, and I think as a parent, as a business leader, As a trip leader, you set examples along the way. And those examples, whether you like it or not, are being watched and are being taken in. And so I think we should be aware. As individuals, we should be aware that people are watching and people are taking things in. Um, Mike, my brother-in-law, you would never know it, but I'm a 1,000% sure he was aware of all those people watching him. In, in how he made his way through life and he was brilliant beyond his means beyond even his thinking of how he impacted so many people and i think we do that as parents and i think we do that too in in business as well
1: yeah and good good for him for for sticking to his guns and and being himself and you know i think more people need to be like that you know every every day i get a, uh, i have an app that shoots me a, a i don't want to say kind of just a a good vibe message, a good message. You know, it's not necessarily an affirmation, but the one this morning was kind of odd. It said, not odd, meaning like it was weird, meaning odd that it was just odd time that we're talking about this. And it says, the standard of success in life isn't the things. It isn't the money or the stuff. It is absolutely the amount of joy that you feel. So I I think that's that's something more people need to reach out and, and do. And I think that happiness, people don't realize it, but happiness is a choice. You know, you're talking about Mike and all the, uh, the physical issues that he had to deal with. You know, he dealt with him, it sounds like, with a, with a smile on his face and an amazing attitude. And there are so many people out there who, they have everything they, they, they need, they want more stuff, and they look at the stuff that they don't have as opposed to looking at everything they do have. And they don't realize, hey, I'm super happy and happiness is a choice. I'm going to be happy today. You make that choice within the first 15 minutes of rolling out of bed.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. So anybody that's listening, I would just say, try to think about those people that have impacted your life for the good and see what it is that we just talked about what it is about them those characteristics that might make help you become a better person um and it it requires a little bit of thought and it requires you to you know go all the way back like you did to high school to find shane Uh, my person was along the journey with me throughout most of my life Um, so still extremely fresh and in fact, there 's another person who just recently came into my my life that again is etched in, in my brain. They 're probably 20, 25 years my younger, but every time I talk to them, what they say, the way they carry themselves, their attitude about life exudes everything that falls into my orbit and everything that, that I subscribe to. So this person doesn't even know that they're etched in my brain already, but yet they've given me a gift and and they have, they have no idea that they've done it. So I think other people who are listening could do the same thing and think about that person, who it is. You just got to close your eyes and visualize them and immediately they'll come to mind. So, and again, this isn't, uh, the gospel of Sean and Tom, by any means, this is just kind of a roadmap for people to start thinking and hopefully help them and let's let's try to make this world a better place.
1: Absolutely. I love it, man. I I always get a I always feel like I get recharged talking to you, Tom. Absolutely love it. You know, I know where I know we're, we're wrapping things up and maybe this time uh, you want to give uh, any any takeaways. Because so you, you kind of just did, but maybe just maybe one, one succinct good takeaway.
0: Yeah, let's, let's go back to what I was saying about Mike, about giving people a chance. And really get to know somebody before you form an opinion of them. And there's a real good shot that if you do take that time and invest that energy, that that particular person may well become etched in your brain someday.
1: So essentially you're saying open the book, read some pages, then make a decision. Exactly. I love it.
0: How about you? Any parting words from your camp?
1: Um that's that's pretty good. I was I was gonna say maybe stop judging things. You know, just if if you look at something and it makes you feel uneasy, that that's not the thing. It's it's how you're reacting to it. So just let it be. You know, stop being so judgmental. Sometimes it is what it is, and just let it go
0: good advice. Well, uh, I enjoyed this conversation. I look forward to our next one. And until then, I'm Tom Farrell. I'm Sean Swoner. And that's your dose of hope for today.